you're about to hear a true story of someone who has taken life's lemons and made lemonade. I am Heidi, your host, and thank you for joining me. Susan, welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand. I am so excited to get to know you and feel honored to be able to talk to you today. So thank you. So start out by telling me just a couple of things about yourself. Um, I am a wife of 42 years as of this year, and um, I have raised five amazing children who are off doing their thing in the world. And I'm so proud of what that is. I'm a grandma to um, three and a half grandsons. And uh, that that's one of the greatest joys in life. Let me it tell you, is. that's the one thing in life that lives up to the hype. <laughs> I love it's that awesome. you said that. <laughs> I totally agree. I have five of my own and it really does live up to the hype, especially when they're close by. It makes it Oh, better. it's awesome. It yeah. is awesome. Oh, I love that. So. Well, you have to take me back then and tell me your story. Why do you do what you do? There are so many reasons. You know, I... Yeah. I um, First, I have to say I had an amazing mother who um, was a fabulous example for me. And whenever I was down in the dumps, um, you know, I didn't make cheerleader. Why would I? But, you know, just the little things so-and-so doesn't like me. She would say, go do something for someone else. And if I didn't, you know, if I wasn't receptive to that, she'd say, well, you don't want to feel that. You know, you need to go do something for somebody else. And, you know, whether it was bake cookies or make a phone call or whatever. And by golly, it worked. <laughs> it worked. And um, so how this kind of began, um, my best friend, Allison, and I do this together. And we've always done service projects because my mom planted that seed in me very young. And it just grew as, as I became older. And um, so we, we've always done little things to help kids in the community and things. But um, as my um, husband retired and my kids left, um, I felt a need to have something in my life that um, brought more purpose. And so I started becoming a news junkie. And that was a really bad idea No, because like, no, I became do overwhelmed with the <laughs> yeah. negativity and yeah. the hopelessness. And I found myself, which is so unlikely, being depressed and feeling uh, at a loss for the future of our world. And it became kind of overpowering. And um, I began to reflect on that and realize but that's not my experience in my everyday lives. People are horrible all around me. <laughs> the world is not coming to an end, you know, in my neighborhood. And I started to think about the things my mom taught me and decided I needed to um, do something to be a force for good in the world. And that, that's what started it. I, I wanted something permanent in my life where I felt like, I was making a difference and it evolved from there. So what did you decide to do? Well, um, we decided, my friend Alice and I decided we wanted to do something that helped kids. And, you know, it's one of those things that evolves organically if it's the right thing for you. It just blew my mind. Yeah. But I was um, cleaning a closet downstairs and I ran across my daughter's 
American Girl doll. And that thing was everything to this child. I just can't describe it. It went everywhere with her. She asked for it for Christmas. And with five kids, Christmas budget is pretty limited, right? And I said, you know, if you get this, it's going to be the only thing you get. And are you sure you want that? Yes, yes, yes. And I thought, oh, Christmas is going to be miserable. She's going to sob. All her siblings going to have several things to play with. And, And it wasn't that at all. It was like, You'd given her the world. I mean, it that thing meant everything to her. It was her best friend. It was her confidant. It was the vehicle that she used to dream the dreams to become who she was. And as I looked at that doll, I thought, this is it. This is it. I want an, other children to have this experience. I remember her talking to me about a friend that had, had one before she'd asked for one. And she kind of whispered, she has kind of like that was a reflection of this child's worth that she owned this and anybody who has a kid in the I don't know six to 12 range knows that that's a thing right and so I also wanted to provide that sense of worth to kids to a child that you are worth this and um, so we went on the hunt to start developing a program that would provide um, this kind of worth and this kind of ability to dream for your future. A doll is so much more than a toy to a child. It can be, like I said, their vehicle for who they will become. And um, so we started buying eBay dolls and learning how to fix them. Oh my gosh, Heidi would not believe what we can do. (laughs) I have a bin of body parts. I mean, you know, maybe I sound a little freaky, but (laughs) if people send in ones with chewed on hands and stuff, we save the good parts and then we kind of Frankenstein them together and and we can make them look brand new. It's amazing. We do the re-wigging, we restring them and they last for a whole new generation. It is awesome. So anyway, Allison's family became uh, involved with the foster care program. And I, I knew there was needs there. There's needs so many places, but I didn't realize what those kids went through until she became involved in the program. And I thought, this is it. This is what we want to do. We want to provide this almost sense of stability for these children um, through dolls. And so we have. Um, we made a list of things that we needed that we felt see these kids have to go at the drop of a hat you know so we wanted to make sure they had a really strong carry case with kids it's all about the hair and the clothes so we had to make sure they had good hair we had to make sure they had the proper brush and a nice wardrobe and now I'm probably getting ahead of myself but um, this year we're really focusing on career clothing and um, graduation robes and things that will encourage them to see themselves in those situations, see themselves graduating, see themselves having a powerful, impactful career. And uh, so anyway, we started putting putting these things together and we went to our foster care office and um, it was such a positive experience with them, they were so receptive. And we came away feeling this is what we've been looking for. This is it. 
so we took to social media and um and it became if you build it they will come it just it's unbelievable people that would contact us we have um people from all over the country sending us clothes they've made and sending us dolls from their basement and um it it just is so moving to see how this has touched so many people. And another thing that has happened organically is the involvement of young people in our project. And to me, that is the most beautiful thing other than the impact it has on the children who get the dolls is the impact it has on the kids and how that happened. I have a friend who has a daughter, Marilyn, who is always looking for something good to do for someone else. She's just an amazing kid. And she heard what I was doing and asked if um, she could come help me. And I'm like, sure. You know, so she came over one afternoon and helped me dress and do the hair and load up a bunch of dolls to her delivery. And as I watched her and the care she took and how important it was to her that it looked absolutely perfect. And it just, it was, it brought tears to your eyes. And I thought, why, why haven't we done this before? <laughs> and so evolving from that was um, the doll packing events we have. And we invite uh, children from all over. We've had them as young as four and as old as 19 come. And we will have a hundred or so dolls laid out and wardrobes they can pick from. And they do their hair and they dress them. And they prepare them and the impact it has on these kids, it just is so meaningful. And um, they beg to be invited to another one. They, they enjoy it. And so that to me is one of the more meaningful things we do. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say one thing and I think it's the most powerful thing I can say in this interview. And that is kids who serve become adults who serve. And through that, we change the world. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what a beautiful story. I love um, that you thought of this and are doing this. Back in my day, Cabbage Patch Kids were the doll to get and the status oh, mine symbol. Too. <laughs> and that's what we were always searching after. And then my my kids generation was the American Girl doll. And so if I understand right, you are just taking donations of dolls. Get dolls, clothing, bags, um, those kind of things that can help us provide um, to the foster care children these okay. experiences. And because you're doing it all for just free. You're doing oh, it all yeah. for free. Oh, my yeah. yes. Oh, my yeah. yes. This is, uh, that's the whole thing. It's, it's uh, to give them this gift of dreaming. Yeah. And it, it gives these teenagers the opportunity to serve. So you're it just does. getting it all in and one package. If I can brag about some more teenagers, uh, Addie, uh, a Girl Scout in our area, saw a little bit they did on TV for us and contacted me and asked what she could do to get her silver award, you know, what she could do for us. And so we had a little meeting and I said, well, maybe you could do a donation drive for clothing. And she set a goal of a thousand outfits, which totally blew my mind. But over three months, she was able to generate donations of dozens of dolls 
102,000 outfits from all over the world, all over the world, from Australia and the UK. <laughs> and it not only did it bless our project, the children we serve, it created such a powerful leader in that girl. It just, um, it had this, this project has developed on its own, its own layers of um, impact that impact more than the end recipient. We have um, the people who, who contact us and want to sew. Let's, let's talk about them. Um, they're from all over the country. Often they are 70 plus years old, which, you know, I'm on the downhill slide for that. Um, so, but they, they, their children are grown, their careers are over, and they feel and do have so much to offer. And this provides them a way to use their specific skill sets and, in a way that impacts these kids for good. And I've had one woman told me this, this has given me purpose again. I feel that I will live longer because of this project. And you wouldn't ever think that. You would think, okay, you, you put together the cute little stuff and you give it to a kid and there it is. But the young people are impacted by this. The, the people who choose to help us serve are impacted by this. And it's, it's just taken on a life of its own, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we've been blessed through this to meet so many people who are so willing to share their knowledge for, that helps us to evolve to a more impactful uh, group. Um, one of our people that we just, we met through social media and now she's become one of our team, Linda Lynch. She's got multiple PhDs and <laughs> she's just this amazing human, but she has been such a mentor to us to help us to say, you know, you can do more than just your little city. You can do and helping us see the big picture and believing in us. And she's been so powerful in helping us with donations. But what's the most powerful is her mentorship. And I think being mentored by people who have such wisdom and um, ability to inspire you to do more and be more has been a gift, an absolute gift. Well, let me tell you, I want to tell you about another, another girl that's happening this weekend. Um, her mom is a teacher um, a couple hours away from us, and she has involved her students. And so she and her students and her daughter have also made hundreds of outfits for us. And we go through hundreds, I tell you, you would not believe, you know, because the outfits provide a great deal of play value and a great deal of dream value. We started out, they get a dress, they get a skirt set, they get a pair of pajamas and maybe a pant set. And now we're able to, to give 12 to 15 outfits. Wow. And um, because of these generous, amazing people all over the country. But do and, they make um, them from just Most of them make material? them. Some of them have piles of them from when their kids were little and their yeah. actual American door clothes. But most of them are handmade by people who um, sew like you don't sew anymore. I mean, they have piping and tucks and I mean oh my gosh and so that's amazing and she's one of those people but anyway they contacted me saying she is going to be a teenager this weekend and she, she wanted to have a service birthday party and would I be willing to come up and do that 
And she has um, gathered almost half of the dolls that we are going to be packaging and we're providing the other half. But, you know, what if that if that's how she wants to celebrate being a teenager, if that doesn't give you hope for the future, what does, right? What does? <laughs> it's just amazing. The kids are amazing. Blows my mind. Yeah. And I want to tell you, you know, like I said, these people with experience and, and wisdom that they're willing to come and share and contact me. Uh, there's a gentleman named Robert that um, spent a great deal of time serving in the, in the Middle East. And he suggested, because there are a great deal of Afghani refugees in coming to our area, being relocated. He said, what do you think about preparing some of these to, to these Afghani um, refugee children in, you know, with his counsel. And I mean, he sent us uh, samples of the clothing and things like that. And I set a call out and you would not believe what came in from all over the country. These gorgeous Afghani um, cultural, authentic type clothing so that these kids could have a foot in both worlds, you know, so they could play from the home they were from and also play in the home they had to adjust to. And if not for that man's suggestion and guidance and wisdom, that never would have happened. But we took a huge amount down and those kids had mountains of clothes because everybody wanted to develop that and, and create those kind of clothes. And so, in fact, um, I think I mentioned Linda Neal, she ran into a, um, a Goodwill and found a huge amount of Afghani traditional celebration clothing had been donated. And she bought it all, cut it up and made these, this clothing that looked identical to the big ones. Each of those dolls got those, the fancy ones, they got the everyday wear, they got, you know, and without the wisdom and encouragement from people who have great ideas, that never would have happened. And so that is a blessing and a gift to us is the people who are willing to step up and say, hey, what about this? How about we try this? And things that, you know, we can't think of everything. And you have to be open to people and their ideas because it just makes your life and your project richer and more beautiful and to have a bigger impact, which is all what we're all about. We just want to be a force for good. Oh, you're doing it. You're making it happen. <laughs> oh, nice. I love this. And do you just have like a nonprofit organization or how do you get the funds to be able to do this? Um, we're all donation driven. Wow. Um, we want to become a 501c, but we're just a bunch of grannies and we kind of <laughs> don't know what we're doing in that way. <laughs> and so, you know, we're kind of looking into it and, uh, yeah, it's a process for sure. It is. Yeah. And, and, uh, but I know we need to do it because it helps those who, who ship to us, if nothing else, because you can, there is a organization that allows you to ship up to 70 pounds for 15 bucks. I mean, some people are spending hundreds of dollars to spend, to send things to us. So that would be a blessing to them. And I'd certainly like to do that. And people think they're afraid of failure. But in reality, I think we're afraid of success. I think we're afraid of how it would change um, our relationships and our 
projects or whatever it is. And, and that's kind of how I am about the 501C. I know it's something I need to do, but I'm apprehensive about it. You know, I love that this has been completely donation driven and um, people send the dolls, they send the clothes, they send the bags and we put things together and we fix them and we do what is needed. And then we, um, we make the deliveries. And, but I know it can be so much more. I am a little bit afraid of success, afraid of how it will change. Although I'm sure it will be for the better. Um, you know, I I'm do. just an old lady trying to do something good. And I'm wondering if I'm capable of how much bigger and better it can become. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've so got I'm trying not to be afraid of success. Right. I guess I'm saying that. It's <laughs> a good something to look towards. No, you've got a good thing going on here. So this is a beautiful thing. What an amazing gift you're giving. So what would you say is your, your lemonade? Or do you have any advice to anyone who's struggling right now? Listen to your heart. I mean, we're all meant to be something. We're put on my another back to my mama. Okay, sorry about that. But she also said, what if the gifts and talents and interests we came to this earth with are not for us? They're for us to give to someone else. And I thought that was such an interesting concept. And um I would say to others, you have been given gifts and don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of becoming who you're meant to be. Allow yourself to not be afraid of success and to become who you're meant to be because that's what the world needs. And if you're on the right track, it will evolve. It will become who it, what it's supposed to be, and you will become through it who you're supposed to be and have the impact on the world that you need to have. And turn off the news <laughs> because yes. look around you. People are good everywhere you look. The world is not full of evil people and the world is not at the edge of destruction. All around us are good people and believe in that. Believe in the good because the opposite is so... Uh, minuscule in the world really at, all over you know we since my husband has retired we've done some travel and I have met nothing but good-hearted people everywhere I go we need to believe in that we need to believe in ourselves and we need to make a difference in the world that's you know I don't quote scripture very much but there's a scripture that says man is that he might have joy and yet that seems to be the most elusive thing in our lives. We chase it our whole life. And yet um, it's the easiest thing to find because when you lose yourself in the service of others, you find joy. If I can go back a little bit to Addie, one of the things we did at her event was the uh, packing of the Afghani project. But also, they told us at foster care uh, during that event that um, they were now expanding to the entire state. So all the dolls that we're bringing are now all across our state, and they are trying to make it available to states nearby. And, you know, what started as a couple of dolls donated to foster care is now touching lives all across our state and 
and the states nearby. And, and, you know, it's just something I never really even conceived of. And yet, thanks to the people that support us and believe in us and help us believe in ourselves, which is probably really what we needed. <laughs> um, this has become so much more than we ever dreamed. And it has brought so much purpose to us. The, the layers that this project has developed where it helps the children we serve, it teaches children to serve, it creates young leaders, it gives purpose to people that have lost purpose in their life and helps them refocus and it blesses their lives and most definitely ours. And the joy that comes from all of that is just um, overwhelming. I mean, you find so much joy and so much purpose. And I just encourage everyone to go find that in their lives because it's there for you. Don't be afraid of it. So beautifully said. This is so wonderful. How would someone get a hold of you if they want to be a part of this? Oh, please come be a part of it. It is, it is so much fun, if yeah. nothing else. But our um, website is specialdollivery.org. It's um, D-O-L-L-I-V-E-R-Y. And um, we're on Instagram under the same name. And um, come play with us. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for taking a problem that you saw that needed to be solved and you took care of it yourself and you're blessing so many lives, not only just these little kids, but like you said, just even lonely people who need to find a purpose and have something to do with can get behind this and feel so much more validation of their own lives when they get to be able to serve somewhere else. So I just love that you're offering Thank this. you. Thank you. Thank you. And I encourage everybody, you know, this is not proprietary. If this is something you want to do, start it in your area. You know, go do it. There's there's not enough of us to go around. You know, become one of us. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, get with you and, and learn how to do it in their own area. I think that's wonderful. You yeah, I would love to out see all the bugs and you can just tell them exactly. I'm more how than to happy to share the house. Yeah, and the what not to do. Yes, <laughs> learn those too. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? As we're learning all the things to do, we're learning equal amount of things not to do. So Definitely, you would be a wealth of knowledge for someone who's just <laughs> needing to find that that purpose and and that that thing, that motivation in their life. So I think this is wonderful. They should get a part of this for sure. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad oh, I got you. to meet you. You're just Same a breath here. of fresh air and you're just doing such a beautiful work for no reason, like other than <laughs> just to be a decent, wonderful human being. And I think that's an amazing thing. Well, you have to realize there's a selfish element there, you know, in service. I don't think people realize the selfish joy that comes from serving is a beautiful thing. So it's not all selfless because you do get something enormous from it. Yes, you get to feel really good that you did something for someone so else. So much satisfaction, yeah. so much happiness. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I love to do service and volunteer and help people in that way because it's just a way that you don't, you could just, it's that, it's that guilt-free high <laughs> that you can enjoy. Most definitely. <laughs> that is exactly right. <laughs> reach out to right. someone else and you're like there's nothing else that compares to this feeling right now so it's a there isn't thing. and yeah. go lose yourself in it because oh. you'll also find yourself yeah for sure find purpose i love it 
Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, thank thank you. you, Heidi. I just so um, honored that you would be interested in our little project. And I thank you very much for sharing it. Yeah. Thank you for letting me share it. I-